Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, all Welcome in. Uh, South Sports and Stuff podcast here on a um, special, sad day, an episode, an edition. It is Monday, January 27th, 2020. And it is just about a little less than 24 hours that I sit here after we found out the tragic news of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna, killed in a helicopter crash in California. And much like many of you, when I found out the news, when I read the news on Twitter, actually someone had texted me and then I looked to see if it was true, uh, just sad, heartbroken, and still don't think it's true in a lot of ways. But here's the thing, the last 24 hours, especially this morning after waking up and thinking about it a lot, I just don't know how to compartmentalize it and process it for different reasons. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately for several reasons, mostly because of death, unfortunately. And really this one just kind of put it over the top for me, the way I have been thinking about this whole thing and watching it unfold on social media, CNN, ESPN, you name it, whatever network you turn on, somebody's talking about it. And rightfully so, I get it. And I kind of didn't want to watch it, but then I had to, and I did. I didn't want to read about it on Twitter, but I had to, and I did. I didn't know what to tweet. I didn't know what to say. And I still don't. (laughs) They say that people all grieve differently. And that is absolutely true, right? We all grieve differently. Some just really out in the open, wear it on your sleeve, immediately you grieve. Some people, they they hold it in. I'm more of that person. Maybe maybe because I'm generally and genuinely a positive person in life. And and this this is sad stuff. And I, I don't I don't like sad stuff. I don't like reading about it and hearing about it, watching it. But at the same time, I'm also mature enough and understand enough and adult enough to face it and deal with it. So I try to do that in my own way. But I did learn something about myself, about grieving. And I, and I think I knew this many years ago. When my father died at a very young age, my dad, I lost him very unexpectedly of a heart attack when he was 48, I was 19. And I, I mean, I grieved immediately, cried, found out when I was in my dorm room at Syracuse University on a random night, um, you know, and then kind of pushed it off to the side for a little while and then had the funeral and, and it hit me again after that. But this is different. I don't know Kobe Bryant. I didn't know Kobe Bryant. I watched him and loved his game. And I'm a Lakers fan. I am. And I've said that on the radio. I'm not like hardcore into it all the time, following the NBA standings, watching every game, watching LeBron and AD and all that. That's not me. But I am a Lakers fan. I grew up a Lakers fan because I grew up with Showtime, Magic, and Kareem, and Worthy, and Michael Scott, and all those guys, right? So 
you know, obviously Kobe was my favorite player. He was my favorite player in the, in the 2000s. And I was already an adult and working professionally and, you know, watching from afar, but he was always my guy and it was always my team. So that's my, you know, kind of personal, if you will, connection to the tragedy is just, you know, rooting for Kobe and rooting for the Lakers. But what I learned about myself, whether it was my father when I was 19 or a family member who actually just passed away, my Aunt Rita, last week, as I record this, I'm going to the viewing tonight. Jeremy's mom, who suddenly was tragically taken from this earth last week as well. Unbelievable. Kobe Bryant. I learned that as much as I am very public normally, I I live a public life. I, I put myself out there a lot. I put myself out there, my son, my wife, and for good or bad, people say that, oh, you shouldn't do that. But I do. I mean, that's the life I lead. On the radio, on TV, I'm, I'm a very public person. I have a public persona. I have no problem doing that. I try to do it the right way. But as much as I am a public person, I grieve very privately. And I really, I've only tweeted one thing about this tragedy. And that was when it happened. I just didn't know what to say. And I just wrote, just awful, so sad, with a, a crying emoji. Or those words, effectively. And then I retweeted Dan Fates from Rochester, a media guy who covers the Bills, who I follow. He had put up a video of Jason Williams and and the clip of him saying, you know, let that shit go. So when Jason Williams was talking about, you know, if you love someone in your life and you got issues with them, you know, let all that stuff go. Let let it go. You never know because life's precious. And I, I retweeted that from him. That was it. That's that's the only thing. I can't tell you how many times, though, I've sat with my phone open on Twitter thinking, okay, I got to write something here. And then stopping and going, but I, I don't know if that's the right tone. That's the right thing. Yeah, I should write something. No, I shouldn't. Well, I have to. Well, no, I don't. But look at people. You have close to 90,000 Twitter followers. It's a sports guy. Sports guy died. You should have an opinion. Yep, I should let my followers know what I'm thinking. And then, no, I don't. I don't want to do that because... I grieve pretty pub, pretty privately. As much as I am public, I've learned this about myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not good. It's not bad. It's whatever it is, right? It's whatever it is for you or someone else. But part of the reason, I and I talked a little while ago about feeling guilty, right? That's a weird word to use here. Guilty. Why would I feel guilty? Because I want to, I want to, be really sad for Kobe and his wife and Gianna and this family and this baseball coach and his wife and his kid who died in this, in this thing. And I want to do that. And then I think about all the people I don't think about every day who die. And I think about Jeremy's mom who died last week who I'm not out there writing tweets about, except, you know, I, I replied to him and my, my love for, you know, him and support for him and his family and to be there when it all, when he put it out there and my own family, my aunt Rita and my cousins, you know, I, I don't, I just, I'm not out there. You wouldn't know about it. I didn't write anything about it. 
because I, I'm I'm so public in one way, but then I'm so private in another. And then I think like, who am I to go out there and just start grieving so publicly about Kobe Bryant as much as I'm so sad about it and it's killing me inside. And I feel guilty that I didn't do that for these other people. I don't do it for my neighbor who might have lost a, a relative who told me about it. I didn't do it for young Luca, 11 years old, died of the flu a couple weeks ago, Buffalonian, who my heart just completely breaks for and his family. So I feel guilty, like, what, now I'm going to jump on because it's the Kobe Bryant thing? And then I don't want people to get, like, mad and judgmental and say, well, you know, all these other people passed away, and it's not as important to, to you because they're not big athletes. I feel like that. It's like, it's like I feel guilty. Like, should I do this? But I, But it is impacting me emotionally, badly. I've been sad. I've been so sad. Like the last 24 hours over this. Because I'm not normally sad. I'm normally happy and positive and trying to find good things. And there's always, there's a lot of ways we can still find good things, you know, out of this, right? And think about all the great things that, you know, Kobe brought to us for memories and sports and how he taught athletes how to go hard all the time and to be your best. Like we can always do that, but this is so heavy and sad. And it sucks, man. And then on top of it, you have all these tentacles of people trying to tell everybody else how it should be reported, how it shouldn't be reported. There were so many mistakes made. All this, 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 this ABC station reports about, you know, his door, his daughters were all with him and then they had to delete it because it wasn't true, but they were sourcing it from someone else. And then the, the sheriff's office in LA is getting mad and publicly condemning TMZ for reporting things before the family knew. And, and all that is right, right? But I mean, like, I don't want to get involved in all that. I don't care right now about that. I care about Kobe died, man. Gianna died. Horrifically. And that's why this Twitter thing we do, man, this, this just spinning out of control rabbit hole that we go down and so many people have to go off in another way and then it bothers me but if that's what you want to do that I, I guess that's okay right that's not for me and that's why I didn't want to get caught up in all that yesterday I, I think it was like the forest through the trees man okay w what are we gonna do TMZ that's who they are that's what they do yep they probably did something super unethical in my mind which is reporting and telling the world who died before the family even knew. But that's what they do. And now some people want to just talk about that instead of focusing on what actually happened here. And then it becomes this big cesspool of people getting angry about that kind of stuff. Yep, there's a time to get angry about that. There's a discussion we can have about that. I don't care. I don't want to tweet about it. It's not, it's not relevant to me right now. It's not important to me right now. What's important is... This icon whom I loved watching play and really loved and respected what he was doing post-career. And his 13-year-old daughter with him. He's just being a dad, man. I got a six-year-old son. He's just being a dad. My son loves sports. He plays sports. I go to every sporting event that he has. It's what this dad was doing. Kobe, the dad. It's what he was doing. And they're gone. They died. 
traveling together. And then you have this baseball coach, college baseball coach, and it's his wife and his daughter. Oh my God. And I think about that. I think about Jeremy. I think about his mom. I think about Jeremy and Molly and what happened to them a few months ago with the quadruplets. I can't. I'm so overwhelmed with grief inside me, but I don't know how to express it sometimes because I grieve so privately. And maybe many of you do too. But it's such a contrast to who I am in my everyday life, which is such a public person. When it happened yesterday, I was sitting with my wife in the car. We had just gone to Soup Fest. We pulled into the parking lot at Soup Fest with Max in the car. Got a text, showed her. She's like, what? I said, let me see. Went on Twitter, saw it, tweeted the one thing, you know, so terrible, awful, you know, unreal with a crying emoji. And Max immediately says, what's wrong? And, you know, I I try to be truthful with my son, but here's a six-year-old, and now I got to explain this. And... I had to explain to him the other day about his Aunt Rita passing away. And I said, you know, there was a helicopter crash and a really famous basketball player died and it's very sad. Then he says, well, how come if it's just a crash, they died? Like he didn't tie into why someone would die in a helicopter crash. He just thinks, okay, the helicopter crash, maybe people just walk away. And I had to then explain, well, there's injuries that happen with that sometimes and people have so their injuries are so bad that they they can't survive and they can't live and he said okay i don't know if he actually understood but he said okay and that's like another part of this whole thing you know trying to not let it consume me as i'm trying to be a dad to my own son and then looking at him and thinking my god like this is you know kobe with his daughter and here i am looking at max and thinking Life is just so precious, right? You never know. And that's another thing. I was going to tweet today. I I went to the gym this morning. Like I do most mornings, not every morning. I sat there in my car before I walked in and said, I should tweet something about Kobe. Again, I did this. Kept doing this all the time. But again, I did it today. And I never tweeted. But my tweet was going to read something like, how sad I am today. And I wanted to include Kobe in... Gianna, and then include also Jeremy and his family, because I didn't want to detach that from it and saying, because I didn't want one to be more important than the other, right? Again, here I go back to why am I going to grieve and talk about Kobe Bryant when a friend of mine who I really respect that had this happen to his mom just a few days ago, and I'm not like talking about him or tweeting about him and her, and I'm feeling guilty. Like, how can I do that? I'm judging myself on that. Am I a horrible person for thinking this way? No. So I have to put them all together. And then I said, nope, it's either got to be bolt or none. Maybe I'll just do none. I'll just say I'm so sad today. And then I had another sentence, something like love each other and receive love from each other. Because that's what it's about to me too. We keep talking about hugging people, loving people, you know, letting that stuff go, all that kind of stuff that Jay Williams talked about. That That's... That's all right. But you know what it is for me too? Accept the love that's given to you. It's not just giving people love. Yes, it's super important. Give people love every day that you love. Let them know how important they are to you. But don't fight back when someone says how important you are to them and they want to love on you. That's important to them. Accept it. It's uncomfortable sometimes, maybe. 
I don't know if it's my Italian heritage. I don't know if it's because I grew up playing football, and football is a very loving, locker room, camaraderie, guy type thing. I don't know what it is, but I am very much like that. I am very much a I will love on you kind of guy. Like, I love on my boys, right? Yeah, man, I love you, man. I will tell people. I'll tell, I'll tell other dudes all the time how much I love them, because I do. It's not that weird for a lot of people. It is weird for some people. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. That's the way I am. It's the way I grew up. It's who I am. And today, as I sit here again, January 27, 2020, I think about my dad, who I lost at 19, by the way, to the day of Kobe Bryant. My dad died on January 26, 1993. That's when he died. My Aunt Rita, that was my dad's brother's wife. So um, my dad's brother was my Uncle Mario. He had passed away several years ago. His wife, my Aunt Rita, she passed away on Thursday, I believe it was. Friday. Friday, I'm sorry. Um, And then, you know, Jeremy's mom, that happened on Thursday. And I'm just thinking about all this stuff. And then the Kobe thing just puts it over the top for me. And I say, well, why? Why is... Why does this happen? How do you cope with it, deal with it? What do you say to people? What do I do as a, as a public person? And people want to hear my opinion and thoughts and read Twitter and stuff. And do I really need to give that? I don't know. I'm thinking, like, does my boss need to be a tweet about Kobe? I don't even know. And for the record, they, they, they don't. They, nobody's ever said, like, hey, you need to tweet something about Kobe or write a story. Nobody's said that. I could. But at the end of the day... You know, I talk. That's what I do. I talk. I have a forum. It's right here. I have a forum on the radio when I'm on. And I could write. I could put words down on Twitter. At WGR550.com, our website. I could do that. But this is who I am. I'm a talker. I gab. And I figured this was to be this would be the best way to do this today. Maybe Maybe you feel the same way as me in a lot of ways. I don't know. I'm going to be filling in for Jeremy on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week as he deals with the tragic and sudden loss of his mother. I'd like you to at least think about them while you also, I'm sure, think about you know Kobe and other people and things that may be impacting you and make you reevaluate or just emotional. In some sense, but either way, think about Jeremy and his fa- his family and Molly and you know all of them. I'll be on with Howard from uh, six o'clock on on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Probably have to leave early on Wednesday for my my aunt's service, so I'll do that. But I just wanted to spend some time with you today. We've gone away twenty minutes here. I think that's good enough. Twenty minutes today, good enough. If you don't read me on Twitter tweeting about Kobe, now you know why. But you might. I'm still not sure. Not sure how to do all this. I'm just not sure. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.